Welcome to another podcast of Dr. Leslie Bakupong. Be blessed as you listen. Just lift up your voice. Abrakatosa tabahashata. Livre de de maranda la basoka takada bahata. From the very crevices of your spirit, let it out this morning. Zilibrakata bahashata. Filibradoseke makata bakata kaha. Come on, lift up your voice. Come on, lift up your voice. He that speaketh in an unknown tongue and defieth himself. I enter the holies of holy. I enter to the land of the land. I enter to worship you only. I
declare that the heavens are open in Jesus name Amen if your hands are yours just put them together for the Lord and add a shout of praise to it oh this shout will not reach the gate if your voice is yours and not hired give the Lord a shout of praise this morning hallelujah you may take your seats we bless God for this morning amen oh hallelujah last week I preached about appropriate responses hallelujah praise the Lord how many of you are excited to be in church this morning it's a good thing to be in church on Sunday amen and how many of you are ready for the word how many of you are ready for the word just lift up your right hand say in the name of Jesus oh I can't hear you say in the name of Jesus I declare that my heart is ready say I declare that my spirit is ready say I declare that my spirit is open to receive the word this morning in Jesus name put your hands together for the Lord We bless God for a morning like this and the privilege of hearing his word. Let's appreciate Minister Kofi Kakari for a wonderful time of worship. Awesome, powerful. We wish we had more time. Presidency is two hours, so <laughs> we wish we had more time. You know, we've been singing you, but when the one who wrote the song himself is leading you to sing it, it's at another level altogether. Hallelujah. We thank God for his life. Today I want to preach to you a message that I believe will bless you. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. I want spiritual responses. Hallelujah. Yeah. It will be a blessing to you this morning. And you know when Michael was leading the prayer, he said today we'll do French. Today, me to my title is not in English. Yeah, my title is in Latin. Uh, nobody speaks Latin again, but <laughs> my title is in Latin. And I'll explain the title to you. Hallelujah. Um, so the title of my message is Via Dolorosa. Via Dolorosa. Say it. Via Dolorosa. Say it again. Via Dolorosa. So what is the meaning of Via Dolorosa? Via Dolorosa. You see, um, let me take you to um, pathology. Pathology. Small pathology. The five cardinal signs of inflammation. Uh -huh. They have some five Latin names. They say rubor. <laughs> rubor means redness. When you have inflammation, there's redness. And then we have color, which is heat. So the place becomes warm. And then we have what? Functional lysis or lysis or whatever. Loss of function. And then tumor, which is a swelling. And the fifth one is dolor. All right, which means pain. So the dolorosa in the title means pain. Hallelujah. Via means a road or a way. So Via Dolorosa means the road of pain. Hallelujah. That's the meaning of Via Dolorosa. Via Dolorosa is also, is the name of a street in Jerusalem. It's the name of a street in Jerusalem. God will bless you and you have money to go on a pilgrimage in Israel. Oh, you don't believe I'm prophesying. You want me to close my eyes and say, bring me oil before you know I'm prophesying. I say you will have money and you will go on a pilgrimage in Israel. And you will go and walk on the Via Dolorosa. This Via Dolorosa is the road that Jesus passed on before he got to Calvary. That's the name that has been given to the road. It is the road of pain. Hallelujah. It's a major tourist attraction during Easter. People go there. Um, Andy, do you have a picture of the road? Yeah, there's a picture. So this, this road is in Jerusalem. This is the route Jesus Christ used on his way to Calvary. 
and it is called the road of pain some call it the road of suffering now why do I want to preach to you a topic like this I'm supposed to come and talk about progressive things you know things that will encourage you by the end of the sermon you'll be encouraged hallelujah why should you come and talk about a, a road of pain via Dolorosa for what you realize why God wants you to hear this message now this message is for some of you it may not be important today but keep this message because everybody every everybody every Christian will go through a time where you feel some pain where you feel some hurt where you feel some disappointment and in those days this message will lift your spirit up hallelujah so maybe today you are not going through anything so it may not mean anything to you but keep this message and listen to it later now the bible says many are the afflictions of the righteous but the lord delivers him from them all the bible never promised us affliction free life once you give your life to christ everything just falls in place everything is fine your bank account is full you have a job you have a wife you have a child you have everything the bible says many say many oh i didn't hear i said say many many are the afflictions of the righteous but thank god he didn't end there he said but the lord delivers him from them all hallelujah i prophesy to you today that whatever affliction you will go through the lord will deliver you from it i said whatever difficulty you will go through the lord will deliver you from it hallelujah everybody has a via dolorosa sometimes there are certain times in your life and it is a road of pain a road of difficulty but i'll show you certain things about this this road certain things that the road represented on that day when jesus christ was going to be crucified jesus wasn't the only one walking on the road he was on the road carrying a cross and there was a great multitude watching him and what this road represents is a combination of what jesus christ was going through and what was going through the minds of the onlookers those who were watching him as he was going through this painful journey now as the name suggests the via dolorosa or the road of pain represents pain because jesus christ went through pain they were lashing him they were pulling his beard they were doing all sorts of things to him so it was a time of pain there are times in our lives when we feel pain sometimes it's physical pain migraine headache chronic headache menstrual pains every month one day you are incapacitated you can't work you can't do anything but my prayer is that by the time we are done with this message some things will begin to reverse some things will begin to change some things will begin to turn around in your life in the name of jesus christ of nazareth that road represents pain and when we talk about pain majority of pain that human beings go through is not physical it's emotional when i say emotional pain a lot of people your mind straight goes to a broken heart but when somebody insults you the pain you feel is not physical it's emotional pain that some people they can insult you see them quiet like that but when they open their mouth and they insult you some people can look at you and describe you in a way and you regret being born i told you about somebody who somebody was calling him a nickname he didn't like the person was following him, calling him the name he didn't like he was quiet 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 fear quiet people when they open their mouth the bullets that can come out followed him was calling him and he wasn't minding him he turned at once and looked at him he said you the way your mouth is long you think you are a dog analyze the insult what? not that you, are, you think you are a dog thank you okay <laughs> and he ended up saying my friend stop barking <laughs> and turned and went he hasn't insulted your mother he hasn't insulted your father but you feel the emotional pain it pierces through your heart someone said the most painful insult is when they insult your mother this one is you yourself you are being described and the truth is that when you look at the guys 
<laughs> said, because your mother, you think you're a dog. You think you're a dog. You're flexing around, you think you're a dog. My friend, stop barking. So some of the pain we go through is emotional pain. Emotional pain. So there are times we go through emotional pain. There are times we go through physical pain. This road also represents mockery. Because when Jesus was on it, there were people who were mocking him. So, are you this man? I don't know whether you've ever been had a time in your life when you feel people were mocking you. The, the interesting thing is that modern day mockery, you may not hear it. But they are mocking you behind your back. When you are at that low ebb in your life, when things are just down, and you can feel it when you walk around you can feel people are saying things you can you can you can feel people are discussing you and discussing that low moment in your life it was a period of mockery look at this man who whose name was the bible said his name was noised abroad he came and within three years everybody knew about him gathering crowds here and there working miracles he boasted that this temple I will tear it down and in three days I'll bring it up and now this man had been reduced to almost nothing beaten to pieces bleeding everywhere with a very heavy cross on his back the subject of mockery of the same people he awed over three and a half years sometimes you go through certain things and people mock you sometimes in your face and behind your back you say you go to church but look at this thing that you are going through where is your God can't your God answer your prayer you say you believe in God. You must believe in common sense. It is common sense that rules the world. Why are you putting your trust in God? Why is it that you are always praying? Why is it that you are going for Friday prayer meeting? Why is it that this, this, they say there's a revival here and you are going here and say, where is your God? Show us your God. What has your God done for you? What do you have to show for all this church, church, church thing that you do? Mockery. A time in your life when certain things don't go well. When people's expectations of you are not met, they feel by this time, this should be happening in your life. By this time, you should have crossed this milestone. By this time, you should be married. By this time, you should have a child. By this time, you should have so, so and so amount of money in your bank account. By this time, you should have finished school. When you feel like people are saying things about you, people are just mocking you. Sometimes people mock people in a form of trying to show that they care. When people want to gossip about people's afflictions, they bring them up as prayer topics. Hey, you know, brother, so so and so, let's pray for them. But many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord will deliver him from them all mockery times when when you are embarrassed certain things happening and you are just embarrassed you are shy you can't even lift up your head but david said thou O lord are a shield around me you are my glory and the lifter up of my head i prophesy to somebody today that whatever is causing you not to be able to lift up your head the lord is about to bring a turn around in the name of jesus you will lift up your head once again your head will be firm upon your shoulders once again you will walk in confidence once again people you couldn't face before you will face them with confidence once again because the lord is about to bring about a turn around in your life that's what this message i'm going to prophesy a lot so you better receive when i prophesy i told you that when messages are going in a certain way it's not the right thing no. you just connect with it spiritually hallelujah it represented rejection the via dolorosa represents re rejection at times in your life you feel rejected you go through certain things and you expect certain people to stand by you and because they don't want to be associated with your shame they all run and hide and that was what Jesus Christ was going through at that particular point in time. The apostles who were with him every time, when the glorious days, when Jesus was multiplying bread and people were singing his praises, they were at the forefront guarding him. Even children cried, don't allow you to come. Jesus had to beg them, let the children come unto me. But now that there was disgrace, now that there was shame, each and every one of them including the loudest of them Peter 
three times, not once, not twice, three times, a young girl pointed a finger and said, you, you look like, you. if I look at your beard, you look like one of Jesus' people. He said, hey, Second son said, hey, he said, hey, you don't like your life, eh? Slap your ring. You're doing what? Three times. Pick the stone. Come on. And the girl ran away. That's why it was only three. <laughs> Peter also, who had promised Jesus, I will die with you. I will do this. I'll do this. Other. Sometimes when reality hits, people just change. At the beginning of Jesus' affliction, Peter seemed to be fulfilling his promise to Jesus that, hey, you, I'm not going to sit down for anybody to do anything. Where you are, I'm, I'm going. Because he took a sword and tried to, if I not try, he cut off somebody's ears. So at the beginning of the affliction, he was actually fulfilling the promise that he made. But I don't know what happened. Suddenly, he just decided to change. And human beings are like that. They will change suddenly. Oh, they are with you. They are standing with you. But the next moment, they say, we are behind you. But what they mean is that we are way behind you. You turn and you can't find anybody. Time of rejection. I'm sure Jesus, as he was going through and was carrying the cross, was looking around to see. Hey, where, where? As for Peter, he had prophesied to him, so he knew he wouldn't find him. Thomas, Thomas, where is Thomas? I can't find Thomas. Where is James? I couldn't find anybody. Luckily, he found John at the foot of the cross. I pray that you will be like John. That person who will stick, even in, in thick and thin, through difficult situations, through embarrassment, you will stick closer than the brother. Rejection. You apply for a job and you are bounced. It's rejection. You apply to marry somebody and you are bounced. It's rejection. Hallelujah. You apply. You, you prepare your proposal. You practice how to go on your right knee. You did all of that, bought the flowers, then, 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 then. You went and bought the fried rice, she ate, pe, pe, pe. But when it came to saying yes, he said, I see you as a brother. Brother. You are like my brother. Brother. I don't see you like that. Fried rice in there with you. <laughs> Eating it and drank the Coca-Cola. Nice. You were hoping that that day your joy will be full. I ended up in rejection. We face rejection in so many ways. So many ways. It is a symbol of suffering. People go through all sorts of suffering. It's a symbol of mourning. At times as human beings we mourn. We lose loved ones. People we care about. Something just strikes. And they are gone. I had to counsel a couple in the course of the week. A patient of mine who has a condition that doesn't look like will get better. They say, You are also for the department, so please, when it comes to this, they run away and leave me alone to speak to the people. A woman in her 30s crying like that. But see, when the person doesn't share your faith, you don't even know what angle to pass. Whether to use scriptures, or to use wise sayings, or account proverbs. <laughs> you don't know. You don't know where to pass. When the person shared your faith, you do some scripture somewhere and trust that the Holy Spirit will breathe on the scripture and give the person hope. You don't know what to say, so you have to try and, you know, pass around it one way or the other. There are times of mourning. People go through a very dark patch when they lose very close people in their lives. There are a lot of people whose lives and their personalities have changed because of somebody they lost. A father, a mother, a brother or something. People's lives have changed for the worse. I'm listening to these things so that perhaps you may find yourself in one or two or three or probably all of them. So that when I'm preaching the message, I'm not introducing the message. When I start preaching the message, you know that I'm not preaching above your head. The road of pain can also represent the last stretch 
before a major transition the last stretch you see Jesus was going to go through a major transition his death the victory of his death it was the last minute the last moment and sometimes the last moments before certain things can be very crucial I don't know whether you've experienced a situation where you have held urine for a very long time and now the thing wants to come the moment you see the washroom far away that is when the sphinctex want to relax how many of you have experienced that before don't look at me as if you are not a human being that last moment when when you can see the the reason the purpose for which you are doing the thing look if you are here and you are a final year student and there's an exam ahead of you this period is a via dolorosa for you there, there is something ahead of you something you have been working for for a very long time and most of the time these times are times of pain you sleep less you work harder they say some people they put water in a bowl and put their feet in when we're students that's what some i don't know the science behind it they say when you do that it keeps you i mean i never did that people will drink coffee they say when you you combine coffee and rush it's a very very dangerous combination it's like you're training yourself to be a watchman you can't sleep people are drinking these things to keep awake People are memorizing things and learning like they've never learned before. Aside the emotional trauma, because some of these final exams, eh, is the only exam you write while you're in school that all your family members are interested in. People who never cared about your results before, suddenly they'll call you to encourage you, oh, please, finish hard, finish hard. And they think they're encouraging you, but they're giving you pressure. But the Lord will give you the strength to withstand the pressure. Oh, it's pressure. When you are Christian leader on campus, oh, Pressy, we are calling to encourage you. Hey, you are bringing success cards, success cards. <laughs> it is pressure. I'm telling you the truth. It's pressure. One of my seniors who was next door to me in medical school, he was president of one of the churches. And the end of rotation before his very final exam, he didn't do too well. He didn't go well. The surgery didn't go too well. So he was afraid. And when he went for the final exam to, you know, when you have performed, you know, <laughs> sometimes when things can be shaky, you feel it. You can say sometimes it's the devil who's just trying to put fear in you. He came back and was like, no, if he combines the fact that end of rotation didn't go well and this one too didn't go, he concluded that Uncle Ye, so he came to stay in the room and when he got to the room and saw the success cards that people had sent to him he broke down and wept and he locked himself up those days when you finish on thursday by friday your results are out the following day your results are out he stayed in the room from thursday evening friday late afternoon when the results had been released he was in the room he didn't talk he wasn't picking any calls he concluded that he had failed people were calling him he thought they were calling to console him not knowing they were calling to tell him congratulations because you went to the board and you had passed oh may god make you smile in the name of jesus that final stretch when when you put in that last effort may the lord make you smile yeah. so it represents a final stretch when you can see what you are working for the pain the emotional agony that you go through but see the bible says that the end of a matter is better than the beginning and i pray that that will be your story in the name of jesus anything that you have started in this life whether it is ministry whether it is business whether it is a cause i pray in the name of jesus that you receive finishing power today the power to cross the line the power to press the tape the power to see the very end our god is a beginning and our god is a finisher that is why we call him the alpha and the omega we call him the beginning and the end and the bible says he who began a good work in you will be faithful to complete it when god starts something he is faithful to complete it and if we have the nature of god in us we can't start something and stop in the middle we must finish it we must press the tape and we must see the glory at the end and i prophesy that in your life today in the name of jesus
finishing power sometimes when the difficulties start coming the temptation is to give up to stop there's nothing good that does not come with challenges comes with challenges and you see today I want to show you something it doesn't matter how you cross the line in a race if it will mean diving over the line if it will mean crawling over the line if it will mean limping over the line don't give up in the middle of the difficulties strive on and make sure you cross the line by all means because at times when you are racing some interesting things can happen i want to show you a video it's a video of 1992 olympic games 400 meter final this one i watched it live as a 13 year old boy some of you are calculating my age calculate Calculate. <laughs> i watched it live those days call it gbc tv not gtv i watched it live there's a young american athlete who had been tipped for a gold medal like a medal and you see olympic games is a four yearly affair so that means he had prepared four years for that final moment so this young man had been tipped for a medal he had prepared four years for the race look at what happened when it seems like we stumble on the way he comes from the sidelines where he's always cheering us move on don't give up and he holds us and helps us to finish the race don't give up when difficult situations come in life get yourself up rise up and face the situation and move on the prophet Micah said rejoice not against me oh my enemy for when I fall I shall rise again and when I sit in darkness the Lord shall be a light unto me when you are going through that difficult path one thing you must realize is that God always has you at the back of his mind he said I'll never leave you nor forsake you you realize that Jesus Christ while he was going through that road that road of pain the Bible said there was a man called Simon of Cyrene 
who came to help him to carry the cross in your difficult moments in life may God bring a Simon or Cyrene may God bring somebody who will help you to carry the cross may God bring somebody who will be a comforter in those difficult times may God bring somebody who will speak a word that will change your life that will, will encourage you to continue to fight on to the end if Simon of Cyrene hadn't come Jesus Christ would probably have died out of pain and out of fatigue even before getting onto the cross and it would have made the whole purpose of his death useless because he had to die on the cross according to prophecy I prophesy a Simon of Cyrene into your life when things are difficult when things are hard when things cannot move may the lord move the heart of a simon of cyrene to come and help you to carry the cross to the end but you have to note that the purpose of simon of cyrene wasn't to end the pain it was to help him to finish the journey because he had to finish the journey. there are some journeys you can't afford to stop in the middle if Jesus has stopped in the middle where would we have been he had to finish the journey and so Simon of Cyrene had to come in there are some difficult things you must go through them there are some uncomfortable things you must go through them every battle has a purpose for it and if you don't complete the battle you lose the purpose for fighting in the first place you waste your time fighting halfway and not fighting through till the end so God brings the Simon of Sirens to help you to finish the course, to finish the race, to finish the journey, not to come and cut a shot for you. Because there was still a cross Jesus had to hang on. That one Simon of Cyrene couldn't take it for him. But you see, the good thing about the Via Dolorosa is that there is always a point of a turning. There's a point when the story begins to change. You've seen that cave. It's called the parabola. Show the picture of the parabola. I want to show you something. Sometimes in life, things seem to be going down, 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 down. You see this, this cave? It goes down, 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 down. But at a point, it begins to rise again. And the point at which it begins to rise is the lowest point of all. So sometimes you get to the lowest ebb of your life, the lowest ebb of your academics, the lowest ebb of your career, the lowest ebb of your finances. I want to tell you that maybe you are in a period where the curve is about to start to rise again, where a change is about to take place, where something different is about to happen, when something glorious is about to happen. They said the darkest part of the night is just before daybreak that is when the night has done its best and has shown its darkest darkness that is when light begins to show forth. so there are times things are so down in your life you feel like i mean i can't go any lower when you feel that way know that a point of change is about to happen something different is about to happen you are about to rise again you are about to recover fully you're about to recover fully And while I was preparing for this message, the Lord told me something. He said, the process of the construction of victory can look like defeat. The process of the construction of victory can look like defeat. What I'm trying to tell you is that some of the things that look like defeat in your life, it is actually the construction of victory in process. God is constructing your victory. Look at Jesus Christ. All the mockery, all the beating, it looked like it was defeat. But the Bible says that by his stripes we are healed. The construction of our victory was in what looked like defeat for Jesus Christ. By his stripes we are healed. It looked like he was defeated. It looked like he was down. It looked like he was being embarrassed. It looked like he was being disgraced. But in it laid the construction of our victory over sickness, 
and today by those stripes let every sickness that is in your body be healed in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth so they hit him once bah, he said this one is for cancer they hit him once bah, he said this one is for menstrual disorders they hit him once bah, he said this one is for arthritis this one is for hypertension this one is for diabetes this one is for heart conditions and today I speak to any health condition in your life known and unknown ones that are incubating and getting ready to, to manifest in the name of Jesus I speak according to the word of God that says that he was wounded for our transgressions he was bruised for our iniquities the chastisement of our peace was upon him and by his stripes we are healed and we speak healing into your body from the crown of your head to the soles of your feet things that are incubating your blood and waiting to manifest we kill them and we neutralize them with the superior blood of Jesus today in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth the construction of our victory can look like defeat so it's not everything that seems like defeat that is defeat it may be the construction of victory in disguise I'm sure when you got to Calvary you would think it was a construction site because there was wood there were nails there was a hammer or hammers and you could hear kum, kum, kum. while people saw it as pain while people saw it as Jesus being embarrassed while people saw it as Jesus being being disgraced it was the construction of our victory over the devil when you heard one kum what it meant was that your police uniform as a child of God to police the devil and to police hell and to have authority over Satan was being restored unto you your health was being restored unto you curses were being broken generational curses things that follow people generations divorce barrenness whatever following people as they were hammering jesus christ onto the cross he was taking all those things upon himself and today i pray in the name of jesus that anything that represents a curse anything that represents a wrong trend in your life anything that represents a recurring negative thing in your bloodline by the power of the cross and by the power of prayer we declare that it is broken in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth anything that goes against you anything that does not work in your favor anything that works against your progress in life anything that brings about stagnation in your life today in the name of Jesus we command that stagnation to be taken away and we command that your life begin to flow once again progress is your portion in the name of Jesus healing is your portion in the name of Jesus deliverance is your portion in the name of Jesus liberation is your portion in the name of Jesus victory is your portion in the name of Jesus triumph is your portion in the name of Jesus if you believe that is your portion shout yes shout yes oh shout yes construction of your victory can look like defeat they were nailing him to the cross they were piercing his side it looked like defeat but it was the construction of victory so satan thought ah, i'm finished with this guy i'm done with him hell was rejoicing jesus was placed in the tomb they were rejoicing believing that everything was over and they had won but they were getting ready for the shock of their lives as they were there rejoicing i can just imagine the gates of hell just flung open like that power and who is standing there the man that is supposed to be in the tomb the man that is supposed to be in the grave that's what the bible says dead where is your sting oh grave where is your power he said i will break down this temple and in three days i will erect it again he was erecting the temple once again hallelujah it looked like he was dead in the tomb but he was erecting the temple once again i believe when he entered hell people began to shake demons began to shake principalities began to shake powers began to shake satan himself began to shake and the bible said jesus christ having spoiled principalities and powers he made an open show of them triumphing over them and today i came to announce to you that jesus christ has spawned principalities jesus christ has defeated powers jesus christ has defeated witches jesus christ has defeated wizards jesus christ has defeated people who brought wickedness against you and i declare to you that none shall have power over you the bible says no enchantment against the house of jacob shall stand 
don't know what has been spoken against your life i don't know what has been prophesied in a negative direction against your life but today i stand as your pastor and i speak a word of prophecy into your life that the negative prophecies are cancelled in the name of jesus the negative prophecies are erased in the name of jesus the negative predictions shall not come to pass in the name of jesus i don't care what the doctors have prescribed i don't care what the doctors have predicted i don't care what the doctors have forecasted today we superimpose the superior blood of jesus we superimpose the superior word of god we superimpose the superior will of god upon any negative pronouncement over your life in the name of jesus maybe you have been told that you struggle to give birth to children but today i command a reversal of that speech of that prophecy in the name of jesus christ of nazareth maybe you have been told that you will not live to a ripe old age but i speak the word of god into your life it says with long life will i satisfy you the lord will satisfy you with long life in the name of jesus i don't care what dreams you have been having i don't care what nightmares you have been having i don't care what visions you have been seeing today i came to tell you as a servant of god that those egyptians whom you see you shall see them no more their days are numbered their effect will not be seen in your life anymore the time of victory is now the time of liberation is now the time of triumph is now whatever it is that you are going through if it is pain today in the name of jesus i declare that the curve is beginning to change i declare that the curve is beginning to rise I declare that you are rising from the doldrums. I declare that you are rising from the Marie clay. Your feet are going to be set up upon a rock. I declare in the name of Jesus that only the plans, only the purposes, only the predictions of Jehovah shall come to pass in your life in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And today, I prophesy finishing power. I prophesy finishing power. Anything your hand is doing you shall finish you shall finish it you shall finish it you shall cross the finishing line whether it means crawling whether it means jumping whether it means flying you shall cross the finishing line in the name of jesus did i not hear that the race is not for the swift did i not hear that a battle is not for the stronger did i not hear that favor is not for the men of skill, but time and chance happening to them all. I prophesy to somebody and I feel in my spirit that it is a period of somebody's time and it's a period of somebody's chance. An opportunity is about to swing open before you. A great and effectual door is about to open. And as the word of the Lord says, none can shut it witches cannot shut it wizards cannot shut it warlocks cannot shut it diviners cannot shut it in the name of jesus christ of nazareth ancestral jokes cannot stop it in the mighty name of jesus christ of nazareth i see the curve begin to rise i see you begin to rise out of that situation of mourning out of that situation of barrenness i see the desire upon your heart being fulfilled today in the realm of the spirit hey months from now you will see it in fruition you will see the manifestation of the goodness of god but before then you will not give up because you are finishing power hey what shall separate us from the love of christ what shall separate us from the love of christ what shall separate us from worshiping god what shall separate us from being worshippers? What shall separate us from being people who praise God? What shall separate us from being preachers of the gospel? What shall separate us from being workers in the vineyard of God? Shall suffering, shall persecution, shall principalities, shall powers, shall witches, shall wizards, shall demons. Hey, we are led to the slaughter like sheep. But yea, in all these things, we are more than conquerors we are more than conquerors i declare unto you today that it doesn't matter what you are going through you are more than a conqueror you 
you are more than an overcomer you are more than a victor you wear the victor's crown with jesus i can do all things through christ who strengthens me we silence that force that tells you that it is not possible we silence that force that tells you that it will not be we silence that force that tells you that it will not happen i declare unto you today it will happen in your lifetime in the land of the living it is happening it is beginning it is starting it is commencing lift up your voice command that situation to turn around Hey, come and pray. A divine turnaround. Whatever your fear dolorosa is, we speak an outward turn. In the camp today, this service is the point of inflection. It is that point where the camp begins to rise in your academics, in your ministry. Whatever your expectations are, I prophesy the spirit of the warrior. I prophesy the spirit of the overcomer. I prophesy the spirit of the victor. Receive the anointing to finish. Receive the grace to finish. Receive the grace to cross the line. You will not fall by the wayside. You will not give up on that vision. You will not give up on that dream. Receive the spirit of the overcomer. Receive the spirit of the victor. We activate blessings that have been spoken over your life that you have not seen manifested. We activate it today in the name of Jesus. It says, I am he who opens and no man can shut. I shut and no man can open. Help her. Finishing power. Finishing grace. Even through the pain. Even through the agony. Even through the disappointment. Hey, yay! Though he slay me, yet will I trust him. Yet though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I shall fear no evil. For thou, for thou, for thou, for thou, for thou art with me. Thy rod, thy staff, they comfort me. And oh my God, you shall prepare a table before me, not before my friends, not before my supporters, not before those that wish me well, but thou shalt prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. And not only that, Lord, you shall anoint my head with oil and my cup my cup shall run over hey i declare unto you today that goodness goodness those things that are following you in your dreams those things that are following you from your background those things that are following you from the ancestral home today they stop in the name of jesus because only two things are allowed to follow you I prophesy that goodness will follow you. I prophesy that mercy will follow you. All the days of your life. Receive the grace to finish. Receive the grace to finish. Receive finishing power. Receive finishing power. Receive finishing power.
I can hear somebody say, I lift my eyes to the hills. From whence cometh my help? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. As Simon of Cyrene is being released into your life today. As Simon of Cyrene is being released into your assignment today. As Simon of Cyrene is being released into your destiny today. As Simon of Cyrene, somebody who say, let me hold your hand. Somebody who say, let me help you carry this penny. Somebody who say, let me help you to cross the finishing line. I release that Simon of Cyrene from the north, from the south, from the east, from the west, in the name of Jesus, anything that is stopping them, every obstacle, we command to be removed, in the name of Jesus, destiny helpers have been released, destiny helpers have been released, destiny helpers have been released, those that will hold your hands up while the battle is going on are being released in the name of Jesus, the Christ of Nazareth. Hey, whatever you are going through, that depression, that disappointment, the mockery, I tell you today, the curve is about to change. The direction of the curve is about to change. After this meeting, oh, and I see angels taking some people by the hand. Taking some people by the hand. Touching some people in the back. Giving some people a push. Giving some people a push. Rakatosa. To that person that is about to faint. To that person that is about to give up. To that person who is about to throw in the tower. I speak the word of God to you today. Don't give up. Your moment of change is in around the corner. The moment of transformation is around the corner. A miracle is on the horizon. An answered prayer is on the horizon. Take it. Receive it. Connect with it. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Maho kato sata. Shelene me santo hisasu sato. Flegete me sata kaliota. Kerebosheta. I speak things into realignment in your life. Anything that has gone haywire, I command the realignment right now in the name of Jesus, the Christ of Nazareth, the Son of the Living God. Rodovokata, just like Jesus rose up on the third day. Anything that is dead, anything that is sleeping, anything that is dozing, we command it to come back alive in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Say the Lord, I am he who opens and no man can shut. I shut and no man can open. We shut the doors to disappointment. We shut the doors to mockery. We shut the doors to failure. We shut the doors to losses. We shut the doors to sicknesses. We shut the doors to defeat. We shut the doors to disease and infirmity. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the Son of the Living God, we open the doors to progress. 
We open the doors to abundance. We open the doors to prosperity. We open the doors to bigger things in life. The curve is turning around. That thing you have been trusting God for is about to be released in the name of Jesus. This is just a period of the Via Dolorosa. The end is victory. They mocked Jesus Christ. But when the earth became dark, when the buildings began to shake, when the earthquake happened, when the dead began to rise, they acknowledged that Jesus indeed is the Son of God. They may laugh right now. They may mock right now. They may pity you right now. But when the Lord begins to shake things, when the Lord begins to shift things, when the Lord begins to move things, when the Lord begins to realign things, when the Lord begins to make things happen in your life, they will be the first to acknowledge that your God is indeed God. Hey, they ask you, where is your God? They ask you, what is the use of the prayer? They said, what is the use of church? But in time, in the fullness of time, the Lord shall give you a testimony. Hey, I pray for the spirit of endurance. I pray for the spirit of endurance. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the Son of the living God, these days you hear people say God no go shame us God no go shame us yes God no go shame us but today we are also saying we no go shame God we will not put God to shame we will not give up in the middle of the battle we will not buckle under pressure we will not stop worshiping God because things seem so bad we shall not put God to shame hey Akato he will not put us to shame and we will not put him to shame
Reach us on 024-873-7250 or on our Facebook page, The Overflow Worship Center. Stay blessed. Overflow! Someone overflow!